Hi, and welcome to Gathered Courage, a podcast built around reminding you that no matter what you're facing, God has got you. I'm your host, Carrie Smith, and I'm here to help you gather your courage as you tackle everything from everyday life to your biggest dreams. You are listening to episode number 29. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 29. I am so happy that you are here, and I am hopeful and prayerful that you are doing well, that you are feeling the presence of God in your life, and that you are finding joy and love and compassion and mercy and all the wonderful things from Him, even amidst maybe some of the hard things that you're going through. I am going to continue today to talk about prayer and specifically praying from scripture. So my plan is to give you some specific verses in the Bible that I use to pray from and then give you some tips and tricks about how you can really take any verse in scripture and turn it into a prayer. And this is a practice that I have more recently adopted. It's not something that I've done for a super long time. However, I'm finding how much I love it because, you know, sometimes I'm just praying and I don't even know what to say. And there's this Bible (laughs) given to us by God with words inspired from him uh, that I should probably be using to pray from, right? If I don't have the words, the words are there. I just have to use them. So we're going to talk about that today and hopefully you'll gain some new tips and tricks and some insight into how I do that and how you can do that. So first, I'd like to start off with giving you some of the scriptures that I use to pray. And these are all from Psalms. So Psalm is a collection of prayers, songs. That's what the, that's what psalm means. A psalm is a song. Um, poems, uh, any kind of kind of communication of your thoughts and feelings out towards God. And David has written most of the psalms. I forget the exact one that they credit Moses to writing, um, but David is the, the primary author. And he basically just cries out to God the good, the bad, and the ugly throughout all of Psalms. It is literally like a prayer book, basically. (laughs) So it's an easy, easy place to go to when it comes to trying to find scripture to pray to God, because basically David has done that. And sometimes the language feels a little much. (laughs) It's not necessarily the way that we would say things today, but... Uh, The flip side of that is that I kind of love that it's not the way we would say things today because it is feels more powerful. Word choice is maybe a little bit more uh, exciting and gives me pause or really makes me reflect. And so I, I like it for that reason as well. So the verses uh, and the chapters that I pray most often from Psalms are I pray Psalm 23. Um, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. It's a pretty popular uh, verse of scripture that many people know. Um, I also pray a lot from Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. Psalm 51, verses 1 through 4. Psalm 13 and Psalm 103. 
those are my go-to. So I'm going to read those now and just kind of give you an idea of why I pray them, kind of what their content is, and how I might change them up just a little bit as I pray. So Psalm 23 says this, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm going to use these verses later on to give you some of the tips and tricks that I use to modify scripture, um, to pray any scripture, not just scripture that is already prayerful. Um, So I'm not going to go too much into that one. Let me also read for you Psalm 139, 23 and 24. So this one says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Now, I have to be honest, this verse of scripture can be really scary to pray sometimes because he will do it. Okay, God will search you and test you, and he will bring out the things in you that you need to be working on. And he will let you know what those are. And he will let you know what those things are because he expects you to be obedient to try to work on those things. So he will do it. (laughs) Just know that as you're praying this scripture. But this is one of the ones that I really pray to humble myself, right? Sometimes I'm just going with the flow. Life is busy. I'm doing fine. I'm just fine, right? But then I start to kind of get this pride or I don't quite uh, give God the glory. And so this one really just humbles me and says, okay, Lord, I need some to show some humility right now. I really need you to search me test me. And Lord, if there's any offensive way in me, lead me out of that and lead me into your way. So I pray that one quite a bit. (laughs) Psalm 51, one through four, be gracious to me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the greatness of your compassion, blot out my transgressions, Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin, for I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you and you only, I have sinned and done what is evil in your sight. And I believe that's the first part of verse four. I think verse four continues a little bit more. This prayer specifically, I pray uh, for when I'm confessing and when I'm asking for God's forgiveness. And a lot of times in this one, I will add the exact thing that I'm praying, asking for forgiveness from and confessing to him. So I might say, be gracious, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to your greatness of your compassion, blot out my transgression against, you know, someone that I might have hurt or blot out my sin of pride, my sin of fill in the blank. 
Okay, so I try to maybe make that one a little bit more specific. But this is a really powerful way that I have found for my own life to confess to him. And it really makes it personal for me too, because I know that we can hurt other people and kind of sin against other people, but really all of our sin is against God. And so I need to be reminded of that. I don't know if you do but I do. (laughs) So against you and you only, I have sinned and done what is evil in your sight. Please, Lord, forgive me for blank. All right. Psalm 13. I love this one. It says, how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and every day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, O Lord, my God, give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. My enemy will say I have overcome him and my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord for he has done good to me. So this psalm starts out with a very strong, (laughs) Lord, where are you type of vibe. And David in this psalm is just searching for God. And have you been there? Because I have. There are many times where I don't feel God. I don't sense him. I personally have stepped my own feet far away from him, um, or, or something in this world is happening where it just feels like God cannot be in this. Like, where is God in this? Right. We have these very deep questions. Well, so did David. Um, and David actually, I believe this Psalm was written when he was being hunted down (laughs) by King Saul. Um, And he was in hiding, basically, trying to continually escape uh, King King Saul. And so he really was like, come on, Lord, like, can't, can't we, can't we figure this out already? Like, can't this be done? There are some hard things in my life where I'm like, Lord, can we not be done with this yet? Does this have to keep resurfacing? Where are you in this, God? Why can't this just be over? You may, maybe can relate. Now, the thing I love the most about praying this one is that it reminds me in verses five and six that even when I don't feel him, I can trust that he is there and that he loves me and that I have a firm foundation in his salvation, that I have accepted that and that I can still give him praise. So this, this, uh, this uh, chapter, Psalm 13, verses 1 through 6, actually, I think that might be the whole chapter. I think it's a really short one, just encompasses a lot of good meaty things that when I need a prayer of just, God, where are you? I can say this, and then I can pray and be reminded that, man, he is still there, and he still loves me. And I think sometimes we pray because we do feel these things towards God. And I think sometimes we have to pray because we have to remind ourselves because maybe we're not feeling it, but we need to be reminded of it. 
Um, Same thing with when we sing. Sometimes we sing because we're actively feeling these amazing things about God and just want to praise him. And other times we have to sing to help remind ourselves of all the good. All right, one more for Psalm, Psalm 103, and this one's a little bit longer, so bear with me. It says, praise the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name, praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion? Oh, and crowns you with love and compassion who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles the lord works righteousness justice for all the oppressed he made known his ways to moses his deeds to the people of israel the lord is compassionate and gracious slow to anger abounding in love he will not always accuse nor will he harbor his anger forever he does not treat us as our sins deserve Repay us according to our iniquities, for as high as the heavens are above the earth, great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass flourishes like a flower of the field. The wind blows over and it is gone and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children. With those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts, the Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. (laughs) That's hard to get through without just like, Screaming amen. (laughs) I love Psalm 103. And I pray this one when I just am feeling so very grateful for the Lord and what he has done for me. And I just need some words to show my appreciation. I also, kind of like I was saying earlier, pray this one when I need reminded and when I'm not able to necessarily be super pumped about the things that I'm going through or the way that God is refining me. I pray this for a reminder of his goodness. So there you have it. Those are the verses from Psalms that I use the most for prayer. There are so many other good ones, and this is in no way an exhaustive list of great prayers from the book of Psalms. (laughs) So uh, please, read it for yourself. Look up some verses in Psalm and see what sparks in you uh, praise, worship, confession, uh, adoration to God and use those to pray from. So we're already at about 15 minutes and I'm going to go ahead and executively decide since it's my podcast to not go into the other thing that I was going to do when it comes to praying from scripture, which was to give you some tips and tricks on how you can take any scripture and 
form it into a prayer. I'm going to save that for next week. I hope that today just gave you enough to think about and challenge you with and to encourage you. So we'll leave it at that. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. And find me on Facebook, Instagram. This week specifically, I'm going to be putting these prayers on my social media feeds. Uh, Only part of 103 because it's so long, but check in there every day if you'd like to see these scriptures um, and maybe take a picture of the cute little image I made. (laughs) Spent some time on that, so that'd be cool if you did that. (laughs) All right, have a wonderful week and we'll talk next time. Bye.